everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. I'm Macy. And I'm Ryan. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about couple friends. So whether you're single or in a relationship, this could be a really fun episode to talk all about couple friending. Yeah, I think that if you are single, like you said, don't just rule out having couple friends. I think they're a very good part of your life if you make them, you give them the effort and uh, they're around and they're always helpful for you. So, Ryan, how would you describe this category topic? Well, I think obviously these are individuals that you're friends with, but you're friends with both uh, both partners, if you will. So it doesn't have to be just one of the individuals in the relationship with you, but you know, you're friends with both sides of it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you know, I think a couple friend is like, you know, you're friends with them and their significant other. Um, but it's not really based on one person or the other, if that makes sense. It's more like their their relationship and the dynamic of them together is what attracts you to being friends with them. So normally at this point in our podcast, we talk about individual stories that we each have about the friend category that we're discussing. And for this one, we actually have so many couple friends, so it's a little bit difficult for me to even think of, like, a story to go off of. What I would like to say is that we have a lot of couple friends because I have always really taken it upon myself to get to know my friends, significant others. So, um, over the years, I've had some really good friends that we've stayed in touch, whether they live nearby or far away, and as they have had significant others themselves, I've always really made it a point to, you know, be accommodating to their relationship and to accept both of them for who they were. And I've never, like, really had, you know, like, um, I guess an opinion, like, on their couple dynamic or how long they're going to last, as bad as that may sound. Whatever it is, I've really I've always tried to be really accepting and just say, hey, if you're with someone... I would like to get to know them as a person. And it's worked out really great because I feel like when we got together, I already had, you know, maybe one or two friends that had also just gotten with another person as well. And the timing kind of worked out where either they had, you know, gotten back together or they just got back in another relationship or something. And we were all kind of not newly in relationships, but we all kind of were meeting for the first time as fresh relationships. That might be the best word to say. (laughs) Fresh relationships. Yeah. You know, where like maybe I knew all of the ladies, but their sniffing others were kind of new to the group or something as well. So it was a great way, I think, for you to meet couple friends with really, you know, no pressure and stuff because it was kind of like, oh, this is my my significant other and this is yours and we've never really hung out before but hopefully we all like each other so ryan would you like to share your couple friend story now if you have one yeah i would but before i get to my story i'd like to just touch on a little bit of what you were saying i think that as the individual who as you said was kind of put into the situation to to make the couple friends the odd one out trying to meet everybody and make friends for me, I felt it pretty natural. You know, I, I knew you knew them and I felt that I trust your judgment. And if you're friends with them, I should be friends with them. So it was really easy for me to open up and be myself. And I think a lot of your friends would agree that I probably came off as myself pretty quickly and easily, mostly because I trusted you and we just went out and had a good time, you know? 
Very true. I like that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Little brownie points there for me there. But no, I do want to share one actually not so great story about a couple and us trying to to meet. And it actually happened a couple days ago um, at a bar. Are you familiar with what I'm about Mm -hmm. to say? Yeah. Okay, so Macy and I... This will be uh, going into our toxic uh, (laughs) aspect about this friend group. But yes. I I will be very brief then. Uh, (laughs) Macy and I found ourselves out at a bar late on Saturday evening, pretty recently. And we were just having a good time. Had a couple friends there that we were just hanging out with. They were just single friends. Nothing really abnormal about the situation. When this couple comes up to us and starts asking us some very interesting questions. Um, They specifically came up and asked if the guy that was in the relationship could dance with Macy and the woman could dance with me. I immediately red flagged this situation. But let me me just interject here before whatever you say about me. Uh Um, Me being a very friendly... (laughs) And at the time, drunk person <laughs> who does not understand vibes. <laughs> I thought this was just like a friendly move. Do you know what I mean? I I understand why you would think that. Um, and but again, it wasn't. I know they were swingers, and <laughs> we don't swing that way. Well, so. <laughs> I can't confirm they were swingers, but let me just give you the evidence that I think they were. Now, before I get there, I will give you a free pass here because you are. If anyone is an individual that's trying to bring people together and have friends and establish connections, it's you. Also, so. just the fact that I am so naive. Like, one time years ago in Chicago, I bought flowers for myself before Miley Cyrus thought it was cool to do that. Oh, wow. Um, and I bought flowers, and at the checkout, the cashier thought it would be romantic to give me the flowers for free, as in, like, they were buying me flowers. Very anti-Miley Cyrus. (laughs) But I literally did not even catch this. And I was like, oh, is there a deal and like a discount on flowers today? (laughs) And then I realized after they gave me a really weird look and like I was two blocks from my apartment. Like, oh, no, this was a romantic thing. So things just go (sighs) over my head. (laughs) You know, it happens. So, yes, I did not catch the swingers vibe (laughs) the other weekend. Well, the romantic cashier aside, I, I think that, you know, in that situation, it was tough to see. But let me let me just go a little further here. Number one, there was no dance floor at this bar. So they wanted to go dance in front of a dueling pianos, <laughs> which there again, no dance floor. No one was dancing. Everyone was just sitting at tables. That was my first red flag. Number two. They just seemed a little too into it when I first said no. Like, they were very pushy about continuing on and trying to do that situation with us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, number three, when when I was politely declining just because I felt a little off. And, again, it just – something just didn't add up. You could tell they were very tragically distraught in their in their eyes. <laughs> So what I will say is that you got to be careful out there when you are making couple friends because that seemed a little over the line. Like you said, I can't confirm they were swingers. Maybe they just wanted to dance with each of us and that was their way to make a friend. But for me, I was not about it. (laughs) 
What do you think? Yeah, you know, I well, I will agree. And actually, weirdly, Ryan and I have been together for five years. And I think for the first time in our whole relationship, in the last, like, three weeks, we've been confronted on two or three different occasions by a couple that was trying to romanticize us. <laughs> we're, we're in the peak age, I guess. I guess. Once you hit 30, all the couples want you. We're <laughs> in our prime for swinging, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but what I will say is that I think almost like any other type of friending, it's really good to be transparent and open. And a lot of couples like me, <laughs> for example, being in a relationship – Sometimes these things just go over my head, and I don't really realize that you're trying to make a move or something. And I think it's it's a lot better to appreciate having couples as friends, right, than trying to make a move. And no judgment, everyone has their own, you know, um, situations and what they're open and, and willing to do in a relationship, I guess. But it, you don't want to underestimate the fact that not everyone is trying to find that, you know, and you need to be respectful and there's boundaries and you really should make sure, like, if you want something, is the other couple also looking for that or not? And and don't just, like, put that on people. Just because someone is being friendly does not always mean that they are trying to take you both home, (laughs) you know? So I think um, be respectful, have boundaries, and it's kind of almost sad that we even have to discuss this in this category because... To each their own lifestyle-wise, but at the end of the day, when it comes to just making friends, you should not have to second-guess, you know, what the dynamic is. Um, That should be obvious, in my opinion. Yeah. So don't take advantage of your couple friends, you know. Don't assume things. And going off that, you know, I mean, when people are in relationships, there's a lot of boundaries to respect anyways. Um, You know, there's jealousy, there's self-confidence issues there is so much going on and so it really is better to respect each person you know of course individually but also more than anything as a couple and really try not to get in the way as you know someone trying to like almost intervene or upset somebody in that relationship yeah absolutely and again maybe it sounded like i'm coming across negative about the category here but i've had a lot of great great times with our couple friends and things this was just one specific story that i thought was a bit humorous that came to mind yeah sure well and it does it does show that there can be negative sides to trying to make friends as couples so thank you for sharing well and i think as we discussed uh kind of this one negative aspect there are a few other kind of negative parts of couple friends one thing I would definitely say that definitely probably comes up a lot is maybe a relationship not working out and you losing either a couple friend or losing all your friends if maybe all of your friends are in relationships and then you break up or you get divorced or whatever that can be really uncomfortable and it almost makes me think of like in crazy stupid love there's that one scene where Steve Carell is at the bar and his friend comes and is like, hey, listen, man, it's really great to see you. Um, I'm going to take four shots really quickly. And by the way, can't ever hang out with you again because we got the friends in the divorce, right? And <laughs> it's just kind of a silly moment. Yeah. But it does happen. And I think that, 
you know, media and movies make fun of this a lot because it's something that we can all relate to and we've all kind of maybe been in that situation at some point. You make friends once you're engaged, married, in a long-term relationship, whatever, and then if it doesn't work out between you or another person, it's really uncomfortable when, you know, you go your separate ways. Not only do you lose, like, your lover, but you also, like, lose your entire social life really hard to think about, but it is something that happens. So that can be another negative thing. I would say with couple friends, you know, you don't want to just like have that in the back of your mind, like, oh, should we be friends or are they going to break up? You know, don't have that mentality. But I think if you are in a relationship and you have couple friends or if you're single and you have couple friends, it's really good to think about, okay, you know, if something happens and they break up, how can you like facilitate a friendship and move forward with each person individually because it can be really toxic just to cut somebody off, you know, and that's kind of a fake friend move to do. Mm-hmm. And even if you think, okay, I, I like the other person better because sometimes that does happen, <laughs> um, you can still be cordial and you can still maybe give them some time and say, okay, even if I'm not going to hang out with them a lot, I don't have to block them, right? Like you're not the one in the relationship that ended. You can still be nice. You can still maybe support them here and there. So there's some a lot to think about, again, because it is four people usually or maybe even more. If you're like multiple couple friends or if you're single and then you have a couple friends and then you start dating somebody, there's so much that goes on. And it really is good to always be thinking about, okay, you know, if something went wrong, I don't want to be like the one jerk person who cuts someone off. Um, and these things happen all the time. Again, movies constantly have this. Even like Couples Retreat, right? I, I love Vince Vaughn. He's one of my favorite actors. And I love Couples Retreat where it's all these couples being like, we're all <laughs> going through divorce practically. But in the end, they make it, you know? I was attacked by a shark. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Only the shark survivors <laughs> understand. <laughs> you would have to see the movie to get it. Sorry, you guys. Um, but no, but, you know, it, it's like every relationship, if you have a couple of friends, can understand this dynamic of sometimes there's drama. And not only do people break up, but sometimes there is kind of silly drama. Um, we've had friends or we've all gone out and one of us has gotten a little bit drunk and hated the other person, right? And you know, though, the next morning that everything's going to be fine because they were just like intoxicated and says and stuff they don't mean, you know, they're not actually going to break up, (laughs) whatever it is. So I think being flexible and being understanding and open goes so far with this friend category and really just at the end of the day being super respectful. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Completely agree. And I will say, maybe you feel differently, maybe you feel the same. There's sometimes this thing that will happen when you're friends with a couple and they do break up, where you have the moment of reflection in yourself of who was I friends with more, you know? And that's a kind of a selfish thing, you know? You're thinking of it in your own terms of who was I friends with more. But at the end of the day, what it should be is you should let that couple decide because who are you to step over the line and try to befriend one more than the other? Would you agree? Or do you think I'm overthinking that? I mean, maybe. I still think, you know, personalities and things come to play. But I kind of agree with what you're saying because, you know, ultimately, too, it's like, why were you only friends with one person more than the other? Like, was it kind of like a one-sided dynamic to begin with? Because you could almost say that 
you could have been being like a fake friend to the other person, That's right? True. I mean, if you can just immediately cut somebody off, how much did you actually like them? Can and when I, we, I think for me, when I discuss couple friends in this category, I'm thinking significantly that like we like both people, and it would almost be hard to cut somebody off. So, arguably, if you have a couple friends and they get broken up or divorced, and you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, okay, so in your no, scenario, you must not have actually been couple friends. You were friends with someone first, and you just kind of put up with who they were with. <laughs> well, I guess my question was, let's say the, you know, equal friends, what happens? Do you wait for one of them to reach out back to you, and that's who got you in the divorce? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it depends on, like, personality types and things. I think if you genuinely like both, and then they break up, you should be open to facilitating some type of communication between each one separately, right? And yeah. being cordial, maybe seeing where it goes naturally. I think, too, you know, you might want to give it some time because you never know when someone might get back with somebody. So That's if you point. did just pick the other one over someone, that could be really weird if they get back together, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we know that you don't like them or, you know, whatever. So I think, uh, again, though, with this subject, we are talking about, in theory, that you like both people. Well, at least to some degree. Maybe there's one you like more or get along with more than the other. But in general, if we're thinking couple friends, it should be very positive about each individual person and as them as a couple. So if it doesn't work out, that is awkward. And that it should not just be like, oh, okay, we are going to not ever talk to so-and-so again, <laughs> you know? Right, right. But it, there's a lot that comes into play. But the thing is, is you don't want to sit here and think about, are your friends going to get divorced or broken up right right in general it, it should be a really positive category because couple friends bring a lot and they are very usually very um exciting they have a lot going on they're usually really fun and they facilitate a good time and they're great for group settings and parties so that's to me why they're such a positive friend category to have i'd agree with that completely all right well we will see you next time on our podcast i'm macy and i'm ryan And we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.